20 years later and we're going to hell. Hell in the cell, that is. This week here on Kicking Out at Two, I'm your host, Dave Rosenbluth, as we are celebrating the 20th anniversary of the Cactus Jack Triple H Hell in the Cell match from WWF No Way Out 2000, February the 27th, to be exact. Um, originally, my plans for this was to do an entire watch-along of this show, but some scheduling conflicts took place, and I thought, you know, I'll save that for another time, but I still wanted to celebrate the anniversary, not only because it was a, it was a really cool match, but it was also the very first... First WWE pay-per-view I ever attended. I'd been to television tapings and house shows, but I'd never been to a pay-per-view. It was in my hometown of Hartford, Connecticut, at what they now call the XL Center. It used to be called the Hartford Civic Center. Um, and so, yeah, I thought, you know, why not celebrate it? Because I have a podcast. It's a retro wrestling podcast. And, yeah, so that's that, that's basically the reason why. Um, the main reasons why. And joining me this week, um, who he's going to be joining me fairly fairly often during this WrestleMania season build here on Kicking Out It to my good buddy Chris Donovan. What's going on, man? Happy to be back. It's always fun. It is. It is. It always is fun. Um, so before we get into it, um, while you guys are listening to us, uh, you know, chit chat, um, go to WWE Network, log in right now. Make sure you're logged in, and you're gonna go search for WWF No Way Out 2000, and you're gonna jump right to the Cactus Jack Triple H match, uh, the Hell in the Cell match. It's the last match on the bar. Um, uh, on the bottom bar, it's going to be at two hours, four minutes, and eighteen seconds. And when I say five, four, three, two, one, hit play, you're going to hit play, and we're going to watch it together. Hit the mute button so you can enjoy the soft sounds of Chris and myself. Um, but while we, while you guys are navigating and doing all of that, um, do you have any memories of this event or of this match itself, Chris? I don't honestly, and I obviously I'm a huge Triple H fan. I'm well, not huge. I mean more HBK than Triple H, but obviously they go hand in hand. And Big Foley, I mean he did so much for the business and all three of his WWF characters. But Cactus Jack was always one of my favorites. Yep. Just because he was so unpredictable. He was so like he was such a hardcore wrestler. Yep. And I thought that that was his. I'm not going to say that was his best character, but, like, it was his most entertaining, I think, now, from, did, a, from a wrestling point of view, that now is. Now, did you, did you, were you exposed to Cactus Jack when he was in WCW, before he came to the WWE? I do remember some of his WCW stuff, and okay. I felt like that was his only character in, in WCW. WCW, correct, yes, yeah. that was his only character... Obviously, when he came over to WWF, I want to say he came over first as Mankind. Yeah, he did, yep. And then... Transformed different ways. I remember the. I'll always remember the Royal Rumble where he entered as all three. Yep, Mankind, yeah. Dude, Love, classic stuff. And, yeah, Cactus Jack. So yeah, uh, Mrs. Foley's baby boy. Always a crowd pleaser. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cactus was, uh, I was introduced to him in WCW, stuff he did with Sting was great stuff. If you ever check out some of those matches, the stuff with Vader is classic stuff. Oh, I um, <clears throat> I've talked about it on the show before. There's an episode of uh, WCW Saturday Night where Vader powerbombs Cactus on the concrete. And I just remember as a kid how, like, terrified I was. Like, I thought I witnessed a live murder on yeah. TV. Like, it was that crazy. Um, <laughs> 
And we may we may watch that episode someday uh, down the line on the network. But um, yeah, Cactus was you know my first introduction to him into WCW, and I remember when he came over to the WWF as Mankind. I remember when they introduced the vignettes, and he was like in this like dark room, and there were like rats crawling on him, and like oh, yeah. I couldn't recognize like what he looked like, and I didn't know who it was. And then I heard the voice, and I was like, "That's Cactus Jack." I'm like, yeah. "They're bringing Cactus Jack." I'm like, "This is so cool." And then when he comes out as Mankind, yeah, it had a cool look to it with like the mask and kind of like the Hannibal Lecter vibe but yeah. I just remember being so disappointed because how much I loved Cactus Jack now Mankind grew on me I but I always had a soft on. spot for Cactus Jack oh, because absolutely. because that was what I was first introduced to um, and this 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 that, match I'm sorry they, go. So they didn't they weren't allowed to do the Cactus Jack thing until they purchased WCW is that correct? no they, they this was before the purchase so this match here took place about a year before oh, they yeah, purchased yeah, WCW purchased he had the yeah, rights yeah. to the name he, he owned the name, and he had suggested to use it. And as a matter of fact, um, WWF used it a few times before this match. Um, there's a there's a, a a classic moment with the, at uh, Madison Square Garden, the very first Raw at Madison Square Garden, when uh, Triple H was supposed to wrestle Dude Love, oh, and I Cactus remember, came I out. Remember this. And there's yeah. the highlight reel when he gives him the pile driver through the yep. table. You ever seen that? I and do remember And then they that. did the stuff with him and Chainsaw Charlie as a tag team against the New Age Outlaws, and they kind of Terry Funk, Terry yeah. Funk, yep. And they just kind of like threw the the character out there here and there. You know, once people got tired of Cactus, they brought Dude Love, and then Mankind, and Mankind had a, a pretty substantial run in the late 90s but um this was connection. yeah yeah classic stuff and uh this was during the period of time where he was uh phasing out of the industry um and this was his retirement match this was you know triple h defending the championship against cactus inside hell in the cell if cactus won he was the champ if he lost he had to retire uh, behind the scenes he was really going to retire because his body just couldn't take much more and he was um he, he was struggling uh, physically and so, um, you know, this was a big deal for me because when I went to this show, like, this is the reason why I went to this show was because to see this match and to see what kind of crazy stuff Foley was going to do yeah. because of what he did with that Hell in the Cell match with Undertaker a couple yeah. of years prior. Um, so, yeah, this was uh, – this. I was 17 when I went to this show. I took my boss's son. Uh, we got free tickets from my, boss's, from, from my boss who um, knew somebody that worked in the building. So that was pretty cool. I had nice. purchased tickets before. Four, I got the freebies, um, and I had like cheap seats, like like nosebleeds. But I was like, I just gotta get in the building. Like I don't care. Like I just had to get in the building. Um, and then eventually, when my boss my boss told me, he says, "Oh, would you like to take my son? And you know, I'll get you better seats." And I was like, "Fuck yeah, take, take whoever you want." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Dude, you want it?" So I was like 17. I was babysitting his 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 nine year old kid um, who was into wrestling at the time. So yeah, we 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 had a lot of fun with that. Um, and I'll probably touch more on that um, as we watch this watch along. But now that we're here, um, hopefully all you guys are logged in. Like I said, uh, five four three two one hit play. You'll hit play and. Uh, you know, I have it queued up at two hours, four minutes, and 18 seconds. So without further ado, in five, four, three, two, one, hit play. As we open. Are you get an old school vignette here? Um, I believe we're. Let's go straight yeah, we're going straight to the intros. Uh, I'm sure they did a, a, a vignette. Um,. I like the uh, entrance with the... The cage? Yeah, that's kind of yeah. cool, actually. So, interesting story. Um, 
my boss who knew the guy that worked in the building. Oh, yeah, very young Stephanie yeah, ran Triple H. Now this is coming off their classic street fight a month prior at the Royal Rumble. Um, for those of you that remember that, um, I wanted to cover that on this show, but there was just so much going on that couldn't really, you know, I can't fit it all in. Um, but, uh, when I, when I got the tickets, um, my boss at the time he had you know a catering business and he used to have a fajita cart that would be in the uh the setup of the concourse and so um you know i didn't work the fajita cart that night obviously because i took his son to the show but one of the other guys did and he said he goes i gotta set up the cart you want to come with me and take a look and i was like oh yeah sure so we got to we got into the building we had our, our credentials like our passes or whatever and I watched like the guys rehearse the show. Like cool. the cage was kind of hanging up, like you see there in the picture. Um, you know, there was. Um, I, I saw at one point, and you'll see it in this match. Um, Foley, you know, had like a, a two by four, like lit on fire. They were like practicing, like the lighting on fire of the two by four. The Hardys were in the ring with Edge and Christian. The New Age Outlaws were on the outside talking with the Dudleys. Like it was just everyone, like kind of in the ringside area, kind of going over their matches and and spots and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool to see that. Nice. Um, two things about this intro. Classic Triple H with the water bottle and oh, yeah. with the lift your head up and spit out the thing. Yep. Always thought that. I was actually always a fan of that intro. I like it too, yeah. I, I can get by. And it. then the other thing, to this day, this will always be my favorite title belt. I like that belt of, too. Of, for, sorry, of, for the heavyweight. For the heavyweight, yeah. I know. I like that belt too. It's kind of like it's a mixture. Classic, yeah. yeah, it's kind of a mixture of like the winged eagle that was before it. Yep. Um... And, and, and like a more like modern version of that time, Cactus Jack entering the ring. But yeah, I like I like that title too. It, it, yeah. Well, that's one of the ones like when I think of the title, that's one of the ones right away that comes to my mind. Yeah. So. Earl. Earl Hebner, yep. He's still refereeing. For for AEW, yeah, but he only does like big like big matches for them. He's not like a full time ref. Like you could, he's got the old. Yeah, you could tell like when he moves around in there that he's he's struggling physically. Yeah, and at some point, Donovan, we will. F I'll show you where I'm at. I'm. I'm Are you seen? I'm seen during really? the, when they hit when they head up top on the cell. I'm seen. Okay. Yeah. We might have to pause it for the fans. Um, maybe. You know? Yeah, maybe. We could, we could, we could pause it. Maybe. Got yeah. a little shout out. Yeah. Put a face. Not, not to, put, put a face to the voice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've, I've, put I've a, young face, a young yeah, face. A young face, yeah. A 17 year old <laughs> pimply young face. It's going to um, look just like him now, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. World Wrestling Federation. And this, they were hot during this period. I mean, at this point, they were already running away with the victory over WCW. Oh, like, yeah. you know, across the other channel, Nitro was struggling, and it was, um, it was, uh, whatchamacallit, um, it was like the main event of their pay-per-view. Uh, Making sure, sure it's locked up? Yeah, Super Brawl was like Sid against Jeff Jarrett or something like that for the title. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was old-timers. It was yeah. old timers' day. Sid, yeah, Justice or Vicious? Uh he went by Vicious because yeah. they didn't own the Justice name. Yeah. WWF did. Yeah. Psycho Sid. Yeah. This is the now. This is it's it's fair to say that 
this rivalry with Hunter and Cactus here, this is probably the rivalry that made Hunter. Like, if you think about it. Yeah. You know, like, as great as the, the stuff he did with The Rock, you know, this was the one that really, like, made you believe he was a tippy-top guy. And this is... How long How long ago was it before that he was out with the quad injury? Oh, this was after that. Well, obviously, you see the tape. Oh, so this was, the, like, the, 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 the first the, one. Oh, no, this was... He didn't tear his quad, then. That was just, like, the knee. Like, he, he had actually, um... He hurt himself, uh... With a, um, it was a, uh, he took a suplex on like a wooden pallet at the Royal Rumble and he like gashed his leg up pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah. And some of that, like he was just selling like, you know, oh, the yeah. injury, you know, just kind of overtaping it. Yeah. The quad injury didn't take place till, uh, February, sorry, May of 2001. The first one okay. in the tag match with Austin against, uh, Jericho and Benoit. Yeah. Yeah. But um, can't imagine how how much pain tearing your quad is. Oh no, I mean, I was I was I was listening to a um, I forget an episode of uh, what was it uh, Jr's podcast and they were covering the Royal Rumble the year that Batista won it the first time and they talked about when Vince tore both of his quads. Have you ever heard that story? No. So the finish of that Royal Rumble was Batista and Cena, and Batista was scheduled to win. But they both went over at the same time, and you couldn't have planned it any more perfect, like the way that they both dropped and bumped mm-hmm. on the floor. I do remember that. So Vince came out to be the one to make the declaration that the match was going to continue. Well, he gets in the ring, and when he gets in the ring, he tears one quad. Then he stands up, and he tears the other quad. He tore both of his quads at the same time. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Vince. Crazy stuff. Always an overseller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he like he came like if you I think you've probably seen the the highlight reel. He like yeah. comes in steaming hot, throws his jacket off, and then he just collapses like someone shot him. Like you know, jeez. Nah, I, this was a good rivalry. Yeah. This and it was fitting at the time, like that you know, Cactus was ending as Cactus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, all the stars aligned at that point. You know. The Mankind character was fun, don't get me wrong, but, yeah. and what pretty much you could say, like, really made him a, a big star, but Cactus Jack was where, you know, he really developed his, the, the, the meat and potatoes of his work. Yeah. Well, that's the, uh, cage question. Sure. Favorite cage. Favorite cage match? Favorite cage. Cage match. No, 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 no. Favorite cage. Oh, favorite cage? You going blue? I you like go, the blue. You go on this, you go on Hell in a, I'll even count Hell in a Cell. I like, I like the blue bars. I mean, it's just, it's classic. Yeah, I like the blue bars. I wish they'd bring it back, but it's too dangerous. Yeah, those are like guys, legit steel. Yeah, guys are getting <laughs> killed. Guys are getting killed, and that's why they, they switched over to Chain Link. Chain Link's cool. Like, you know, you knew the difference of, like, certain wrestling companies. Like, oh, WWF yeah. had the big blue bars, and then, like, NWA, WCW used to use, like, the Chain Link fence for their steel cages. And then eventually WWF... WWF wouldn't introduce the Chain Link fence till the hell, till they started doing the Hell in the Cell yeah. concept. With the roof. Yeah. And then eventually their cage matches were chain link, but by that point, like cage matches were like an appetizer oh, yeah. compared to what Hell in the Cell was. You know, once you introduce this, you pretty much, you know, eliminated the the steel cage match concept. Yeah, I agree. You know, and as a kid, 
cage matches were, you know, the blow-off, the end-all, be-all. Yeah. Hell in the Cells at one point were the blow-off, the end-all, be-all. Now, Hell in the Cells are, they just kind of throw them together and, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a, it's its own pay-per-view, which I've never, I've never been a fan of that. I've never been a fan of that. Really? No. Well, like, I, the concept of it being its own pay-per-view? Yeah. I, the only reason I'm okay with it is because it's the one before Mania, and it sets up... Are you thinking least, Chamber? Are you thinking Elimination Chamber? What am I, What did I say? You said it's before Mania. What did, what were we talking, I thought we were talking about Chamber. We're talking about Hell in the Cell. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I, no, I no, no, that's okay. Yeah, Hell in the Cell. Yeah, no, I agree, because... it, it you, Like you said, it used to be the end-all, be-all, like... Boom. Like it's, you guys have been fighting for four months... We're ending the rivalry, yeah, it's time to and this is how we're quits, doing yeah. it. Yeah. Chamber's a little different because, like, I like that it's. Bo- I, I I like Chamber as its own pay per view yes. because you have it sets up at least it sets at a, least one. Yeah, match. it sets it, it, it's a it's a tool to set up another match for WrestleMania, and it I, gives a guys a, a, a spot in the card. I do hate. I mean, this is. I'm I'm assuming we're dropping this after this Chamber. No, this is no. We we oh, this okay. is this this drops tomorrow. <laughs> this drops tomorrow. All right. Yeah. So February Cham- twenty February twenty sixth, twenty twenty. We're dropping this tomorrow. Love that. Um, chamber. I I do love the chamber, but I hate the fact that it's basically known who's winning. Oh, with chamber. the women. Oh god. Yeah. It's so bad. No, I know. I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. So bad. I was talking about that with my brother the other day, and he actually came up with a good idea. Um, because the Becky and Shayna rivalry seems to take a precedent over um, the, uh, the 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 other participants in the chamber match, um, he even threw out the idea of what if they have Becky help Shayna win because she wants Shayna so bad at WrestleMania. Ooh, oh, there we go. Nice. You don't see that nowadays. No, that's yeah. But no, I, I do like the. Becky. Just to kind of add some, you know, something different to it and make it a little less predictable. I thought you were going to say Becky goes, Becky's in the match and Becky loses to Baszler. So then they set up a rematch at Mania. But I don't think they could put. I, I think they want to keep the belt on Becky going into Mania. Yeah, the, I mean, the smart money is to keep the belt on her, but also find ways to make her fresh and creative without being stale. Like usually, like it seems to be in the last several years with with any of the heavyweight champions, whether it's the males or the females, that want you know. They're hot during the chase. Like, when they chase the title, everyone wants to see them win. Then when they win the title, it's like, all right, we've had enough of you. Which, I mean, that's the fickle fan base that that, that is wrestling fans these days. But yeah, no, um, you got to find a, a creative way to keep them hot. Like, I feel like Becky, this whole collecting debts thing is the champion. Like, that's kind of cool. I like that, you know. Oh, you wronged me like six months, like what yeah. she did with Asuka, you know. You beat me a year ago. I mean, yeah, you beat me a year ago, and I want, I, I gotta collect the debt, you know? Shayna, you got the best of me. You bit my neck. Like, you know, I gotta collect the debt. That was a little weird, I will say, but it was a diff- It was a different way to introduce it. Yeah. Like, I just literally put Triple H in the chair, like, to sit Yeah, down. he sat him in the chair, yeah. What? Uh, again, you don't see a drop to hold by Triple uh, H very often. No, no. Was this, was this in between the DXs? Um, I feel like this was this was a DX run. This was when they were like heel DX. But 
So HBK was not there yet. No, he wasn't not. No, Sean wasn't part of this. Sean came in for the street fight in what? Oh one. Sean came in oh two. Oh two SummerSlam. Yeah. We watched that. They yeah, we watched that match. They match. they wanted to bring him in in oh one to kind of be like Hunter's like advisor, kind of manager, because he still wasn't able to wrestle at the time, but um, he had some issues with the company and they balked at it and yeah you know eventually they would come back you know a year later but um yeah this was this was a a dx heel run um on this card x Pac would wrestle kane and a no holds barred match uh they were once tag team partners and then earlier in this show um the new age outlaws would lose the tag team titles to the dudley boys and billy gunn would be out with an injury and then the following night on Raw, DX would dump Billy Gunn because he had hurt his shoulder and he was out for a while. So they needed an excuse to write him off TV. So they they split them up again. And then it just became a watered down version of like it was like a, a corporation DX mix. You know, they had like Hunter, Road Dog, X Pac, Big Boss Man, Vince eventually, like Stephanie, Shane, you know, like it was just yeah, it was just like a, it was like a faction to you know they like still kept some of the DX elements but like added the corporation. It was it was stupid. I wasn't a big fan of it. As much as I liked Hunter, I wasn't a big fan of it. And now we got some color. I think right. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, he bled. Triple H always sold it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. He most certainly did. Cheese That's the one thing I think that these matches miss, like nowadays, is is like the blood. Like you don't get that. I mean, I know that like they're 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 trying to present a more safer presentation, but yeah. you really kind of pigeonhole yourself when you don't. You know, you get a guy hit and hit with a chair, but you don't bleed, or you put a guy through a cage and he doesn't bleed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some needs to bleed. Yeah. I'm not saying it's got to be all the time, and I'm not bloodthirsty, but for yeah, years no, I've I've said, you know, God damn, if there's a rivalry with, like, a no DQ or a last man standing, like, why isn't this guy bleeding, you trips, know? Trips is bleeding a lot, too. Yeah. Well, he took a page out of Flair's book there with that one. I mean, taught him a lot. What's the, what's the worst bloodbath you've seen in wrestling? Like, one where, like, you were just, like, you you were just taken aback and you were like ah, I don't know about this like that was a little too much. Um, the first one that came out of was Austin. I'm trying to remember which one it was from though. Yeah, he's bled a few times. Yeah, there was one though where like I remember he was like laughing. Like I just remember I have the image in my head of him just like hysterically laughing with his face covered in blood. I'm trying to think. He was like on he was on the he was like on the mat. Like, hands out in front, and he was just, like, laughing. And I was like, oh, God, what a sadistic son of a bitch. Oh, we've got an opening. This is how we get to the, the outside and up top. Cactus yep. makes cactus uh, makes some headway with those stairs. Um, That's a lot of blood right there. I'm trying to think when that could have been. The, the, the image that comes to my mind when, when you describe that. Oh. The image that comes to my mind when you described that, I think he has hair caught in the, the cage, um, was when 
He wrestled The Rock at 17. And, like, Vince handed him the chair. I mean, I could be mistaken, but... Yeah, yeah. He was pretty bloody then. Oh, there's some blood on Cactus's arm. Was it his or is it... I think it is his. I think it's because he, he, he's got Trips those... is red. Yeah. He sold the shit out of this. JR. If you want to see a, a, a overdone bloodbath, you watch Eddie Guerrero, JBL, Judgment Day 2004. JBL and Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. JBL nails Guerrero with a chair and like on contact he was bleeding and I mean like a faucet like it was to the point where like Guerrero had to get a blood in real life he had to get a blood transfusion like at the hospital like he passed out like he was just so he lost a lot of blood it was scary oh we're going up top going up top Steph yeah, I remember being there watching this and just so amped up that, like, I was watching this match, like, this main event. Like, I was, I'm at hell in the cell, and this guy's got to do something crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I, he set the bar high with that, you know, that match with Undertaker that, like, I was like, he's got to do something crazy. Like, they got to throw him off this thing, you know? I guess you could say I was bloodthirsty back then. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's he going for? Oh, a two-by-four, because that's where just, you normally leave a two-by-four. Yeah, just wrapped in barbed wire. Wrapped in barbed like, wire behind the timekeeper. JR was holding it. Yeah, JR was, JR was letting Yeah, It's over here. It's over here, Cactus. Yeah, with a handle. Yep, with, yeah, with a, like a black handle, yeah, to remind you that. Trips <laughs> is like, nope. Nope, not today. Oh. Look at that. Solid shirt. I love the cactus shirt. Yeah. The the wanted. Yeah. You know, I was just watching a um an episode of Dateline with my wife recently, and uh you know when they introduced Cactus Jack, he was from Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. No. Right? So, like, that's what they would introduce him as. From Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, Cactus Jack, right? So I used to think that, like, there was no such thing as a place called Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. But in the 1950s, Truth or Consequences, New Mexico was was a town that was named after a radio show. Why would you throw the... Yeah. (laughs) Hey, bro, you're up there. All right, cool. Let me throw you the two-by-four. Can can you take this for me? Yeah, I'm going to let you borrow this for a couple minutes, and I'm going to ask for a bag, like... What the fuck? Sorry for cutting you off. That no, was, no, that, no, that's okay. That just threw me off real quick. Oh, there's Speaking one. Throwing off. There we go. <laughs> right through the table. First of all, killer boots. Yep. Killer. The, the leopard, yeah. The leopard. Real the men leopard wear print. leopard boots. Yes, the leopard print cactus jack boots. See, this is where I would want like a Jeff Hardy. Because Jeff Hardy right now would be like, all right, let me just swan on bomb it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> He did a hell in the cell a couple of years ago with Randy Orton that was okay, but they weren't letting him do anything totally crazy because he would jump off the top of that thing. Well, oh, he would definitely. Yeah. Or Shane. Well, yeah, the, the one with Shane at, at, at Mania a few years ago with the, the uh, him and Undertaker, yeah. 
Underrated match, in my opinion. I wasn't a big fan of that I one. No, we differ on that. Yeah, I was not a big fan of that one. I I mean, it was it was a four. I mean, the the intrigue was just the fact that he was wrestling in the match with Undertaker. That was yeah. that was the 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 intrigue of it. Like what the selling point was. You knew Undertaker was going to win, but I was like hoping that he wouldn't. That like there was some way that Shane would have like barely escaped. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But of course, there's that visual of him, you know, dropping and, um, you know, elbow, you know, missing the elbow from Undertaker. But don't bring a chair up. That's gonna do. Trips is just waiting up there. Nice overhead shot. You see, oh yeah, he can't get it up there. Yeah, that happens. Like a hunter, he's just like waiting for. Hunter is literally. Yep. Oh, almost. He's, again, providing Hunter with weapons. Yeah. Like, why couldn't you just, like, carry it with you? Like, again, see, what I would do is I would go after seven. Hunter is fucking 20 feet up right now. Yeah. What's he going to do? Yeah. Chase Steph. Oh, did he get it up there? I think he did. I believe he did. Oh, Hunter's so Oh, and he's got, the, he's got the barbed wire. Again, just waiting for him. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Because that's not scripted. Oh! Nice shot to the back by Triple H. This is where we see a little uh, young, young Dave. We, yeah, we might um, at this point. No, on that not, side or are you on the other I'm side? I'm on, I'm closer to the left, but like kind of behind Hunter, but like up. Like there will be a better camera shot of it. Um, you have seen yourself there, though. I have seen myself, yes, a number of times. A number of times. I've showed people, too. <laughs> like the mark I mean, that I, I mean, like I, the mark I, that I, I am, I, you know, I, you know. It's like, hey, look at me, there I am. I was in hell in the cell, you know. Trust me, I guarantee you're not the only one that says, yeah. By the way, I'm at this pay per view right here, yeah. this many minutes in. God, I was wearing a Rock Poontang Pie T-shirt, which I, I wish I still had that shirt. It's a solid shirt. Yeah, it was like a Brahma bowl with like a piece of pie. Like, um, oh, where am I? there right, I am, right Evan. You see me right there. You see me right there? No, and I got the cardboard. That's you? Underneath, underneath Hunter's armpit. Uh, in between them now. Yep. As that's I'm so funny. Yeah, right in, the, right in between the two of them. That's me. Damn, not, damn. not much has changed other than facial hair and a couple of grays. Yeah, I mean, it's 20 years ago, you know. That's so funny. Yeah, originally, like I said, I had bought nosebleeds for this for this show. And the only reason why I bought nosebleeds, you, you'll you'll get a kick out of it. Seventeen years old. You'll get a kick out of this. Well, no, I had a job. I worked on the weekends, um, and I saved up money because I knew that you know I wanted to go to this show. But back in the day, before like there was a strong presence with ticket sales on the internet, you would have to go to the box office and literally wait in the line. Yeah. And so my father took me at six o'clock in the morning on a Saturday morning in January to get tickets for this show. He dropped me off, and I told him I would take the, the city bus back home. And oh, you'll see me again, waving. Yep, I'm right behind Hunter's butt. There I am, waving <laughs> with my cardboard. What did, I got I got to ask. sign say? Come on, you have to know. I don't know, man. Oh, it man. It probably was something to do with The Rock. It was probably something to do with The Rock. But knowing me, I was probably also afraid of like doing something like 
That'll get you a kid, though. Get me in trouble, like, because I had my boss's kid with me. He was only, like, nine years old, so I didn't want to write, like, Poontang Pie. And then be like, <laughs> what's Poontang Pie? You know? Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? So you'll find out when you're 20. Um, but um, so my father drops me off, and I get there. And I'm probably about, like, 20, 25 people deep. And I'm like, okay, good. I got a good shot of getting tickets, like, good seats. And I had saved up a bunch of money. I probably had, like, 300 bucks cash on me. Like, I never had there that much. Is. There it is. Lit it on fire. Um, you just had a lighter. Yeah, I know, right? Just happened to have one, yeah. Carried a Zippo with him. And my, f- and so I'm waiting in the line. I'm about 25 people in. Got 300 bucks cash on me. Think I'm going to get good tickets. And all of a sudden, they come out. And um, the people in the box office, and they have, like, um, a stack of, like, you know, raffle tickets. And they were like, everyone's got to take a number. When we call the number, that's when the lottery starts. And I look at these two older guys, and I'm like, what's this lottery? And they were talking about the lottery, like, the whole time in line as we're waiting. And I'm thinking that these two guys are talking about, like, scratch tickets because I'm yeah. only 17. No, they were talking about this lottery. So basically what it was, oh, here comes the big spot where he's going to go for the pile driver, but miss, back body drop, through the cage, Ooh. oh, Sick bump through the canvas. Yeah, that was the big bump right there. That was the one that everyone paid to see. And there's Hunter, shocked like he like he like he knew that you know. You think that was supposed to happen? Oh yeah, that was that was gimmicked for sure. That was gimmicked only because the first time it happened with Undertaker, that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. So now they had to like capitalize on on that and try to top themselves, but. I got a raffle ticket, and of course, so what the deal was, was whoever got the winning number, mm-hmm. that's where the line started. So you could be in the back of the line. If they pulled your number, you the line began with you, and everyone else in front of you had to go to the back of the line. That's insane. So, of course, I didn't get a good number, and some, some asshole that was like 50 people behind me got the number, and then... Me and the other 25, 30 people had to go to the back of the line. And I ended up with... So I get to the ticket booth, and I the, the woman has a, the map out, and it's laminated. And she has, like, X marks on, like, every section in the lower bowl. And, like, I said, what's available? I said, best available, please. She goes, section 225. And I was like, you got anything in the lower bowl? She goes, the X means there's no tickets left. And I was like, oh, fuck me. Like, for real? So... I took the, I took the two seats that were available. I think I paid seventy five bucks a piece for like these two cheap seats, and then not not long after that, that's when my boss said to me, he goes he goes you're a fan of wrestling, and I said yeah. He goes because uh, he I, he kind of had an idea. I liked it. He goes my son likes it. And he goes there's a show coming up. I said yeah, I'm going to it. And he goes you got tickets? And I said yeah, but they're in the cheap seats. He goes I'll get you better seats. And he goes I know the ticket guy. Okay. I was like for real. He's like yeah. I go how much? He goes it'd be nothing. I'm like no shit. So that's how that's how it, it, it came to be. There you go. We're in the, uh, the, the, the the closing stages of this match here. And now by this point, like I said, this was Cactus's career on the line and Hunter's championship. And this was the this was the pay-per-view before WrestleMania. Now to also set the stage for you, the Rock wrestled Big Show on this card, and Rock had to put his WrestleMania title shot on the line. He lost to Big Show when Shane McMahon returned to help Big Show win. This was the year they did that match where it was a McMahon in every corner. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, Cactus would have, you know. He'd lose here, as we see here. 
but you know he would come back as Mick Foley and have a spot in the main event of WrestleMania where they would do that like fatal four way. But I remember the end of the show and I was like, he lost and the big show, it's going to be Triple H and big show. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I was like so disappointed <laughs> at the idea. So. You know, I was like, they screwed the rock. <coughs> Cactus got screwed because I thought for sure. I was like, oh, we'll see rock and Cactus. It'll be like, you know, the, the kind of like a rock and sock title match. But yeah, this was this was it for Hunter. This was the rivalry that made him like made him into a, a a top guy. Like he was the champ, but like people didn't buy it. But then once you saw this like version of him and the things he was doing, like the street fight a month prior, and then this match, like you knew right then and there that you know he was he was he was made to stay. And him and Steph, they weren't you know they were I think they were together by this point like in real life. Because their relationship didn't really develop until afterwards. You see Hunter walking out here, and I believe Cactus is going to get like a uh, kind of like a swan song of sorts. A little curtain call action. For a month. Before it comes back. Yeah. The story I've heard, I read it in one of Foley's books years ago, was that like he legit was like, I'm done. I'm retired. I'm not doing this. And uh, see the replay there through the cage into the mat. Um, yeah, he was like legit done. And then Vince called him and said, what do you think about being in the main event of WrestleMania? And yeah. <laughs> and they, not too many people say no to that. Yeah. And so he was never in the main event. And this was, you know. And the deal was with him when they on TV when they put him in the main event, they had said if he wins the title, it's still his last match. They'll just do like a tournament. Yeah. You know, if he were to win. Um, and I would I and for those of you listening and, and for you, Chris, as well, I would not go out of my way to watch that match <laughs> from that WrestleMania. That was one of the worst WrestleMania yeah. main events in history. That was the first year that a heel left as uh, champion at WrestleMania. Triple? Triple H? Yep. First time. Huh. I don't know how he's like saying no to the paramedics. He's like, nah. Yeah, you know, he's... You know, doing the honorable thing, of course. Another replay again. No way out. Get standing out. Yep. Yeah, this was a, a bittersweet evening as a fan. 20 years ago, to say the least. I think I went to high school with those two guys. There you go. Yeah, I swear. Those two guys dressed up like too cool. I think I went to high school with them. Were they cool? They were a year older than me. I don't remember. Maybe. I'm going to go on and let them say no. Nah, maybe, maybe not. I'm not I mean, give them the benefit of the doubt if they're listening. Probably not, but... This is it here, the, the the finale of Cactus Jack saying goodbye 
at the again, time. Again for a month. Again, yeah, again for a month, yeah. As we see the credits roll Copyright on this match. And that will be the end of our Cactus Jack Triple H Hell in the Cell watch along here on Kicking Out at Two. Chris, thank you very much for, 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 for joining me. Um, couldn't do this one alone. Um, you know, for those of you that are uh, that, that that are listening to this, we also in the in the streams have a special uh, leap day bonus show for you guys um, on on our social media and in the streams. Uh, you can find it on SoundCloud.com or on the uh, RetroMania feed over on Podbean by searching RetroMania with a W. Our bonus show is a WCW Super Brawl Two Blind Date Diary. First time I had ever watched Super Brawl recently, um, and I thought that uh, it would be fitting that you know not only the real here's the real reason why it was on a leap day and this year is a leap year and so 28 years ago on january on february 29th 1992 super brawl super brawl 2 took place headlined by sting and lex luger so after you guys get done listening to this you can check out my recap of super brawl 2 um and our blind date diary bonus edition, our leap day bonus edition of kicking out at two, um, and then next week we'll run down the we'll we'll run down the schedule for the next few weeks because we got a lot of big WrestleMania related topics coming up next week. Chris is going to join me once again as we go through our Mount Rushmore of WrestleMania main events, the matches that close the show. Chris has got his four, I got my four. We're going to go back and forth, compare and contrast as we always do when it comes to the Mount Rushmore concept. The following week i'm gonna fly solo and bring you guys trading places austin versus hogan the one that got away um normally with the trading places concept it's it's either a pay-per-view or a match that took place and i flip-flop the results but i'm gonna actually give you guys a little fantasy booking type of scenario uh with not one but two opportunities that wwe could have pulled the trigger on hogan versus austin from wrestlemania 18 and wrestlemania 19 following week we have a wrestlemania two for one rated r binge watch party i know that's a, a mouthful chris is going to join me fellow edgehead as we watch um two wrestlemania classes Classics from Edge, the triangle ladder match from WrestleMania 2000, as he teamed with Christian to take on the Dudleys and the Hardys, and then the very first Money in the Bank ladder match, Edge going up against Chris Jericho, Christian, Kane, Shelton Benjamin, and that guy who killed his family and himself. Um, Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. Um, the first time I see a match of yeah. him. In a while. Um, yeah, and then the following week, we're going to bring back a WrestleMania-sized fanny pack of the Day 5 fanny pack where Chris is going to join me. We're going to talk about five random WrestleMania topics, worst matches, underrated matches, entrances, good and bad. We're going to talk about uh, the chances of seeing Undertaker and Sting at a WrestleMania someday. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? But we'll talk about that on the fanny pack and then april 1st april fool's day you can find us here on kicking out at two as we watch wrestlemania 11 25 years uh to the day we're gonna watch that show from beginning to end just so happen to take place in my hometown of hartford connecticut it's the silver anniversary of that wrestlemania some call that arguably the worst wrestlemania of all time and you get to find out with all of us just how bad it really is on kicking out at two and i think it is about that time that we put this show down for the three count hit the next stream check out blind date diary super brawl 2 and we will see you all next week